you know, you do it now for the hour and a half and you do get some good stuff. It's a long-term game, but that's the thing, right? If you're continually doing those things and you set the good tools now, then when you do get three, four buyers on the run or a couple listings going and you continue to do that, you don't stop or slow down where people have that roller coaster. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. This week, I'm speaking with Nick Crozier from Keller Williams. Today's chat is all about hard work and grit. We find out how Nick built his business through cold lead generating. He shared his journey, lead generating activities, and views on being busy versus accomplishing income generating activities. And he also shared about team building and how to have a solid foundation. Let's get to my chat with Nick. Nick, thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, loaded question. I would say, um, you know, based off of myself, I've been in the industry now about six years. We've uh, started out on my own, joined a team, joined another team. Sorry, not joined another team, started my own team. Um, so now we have an agent working and an admin working with us here. And if, uh, if I were to take everything from just going back from the six years I've been here in terms of keys to success or what's one of the main things I think in this industry in general is honestly, it's just that hard work. I mean, everybody says it, but I don't think any people really understand it. Um, you know, it's really coping or getting to getting to to really understand what the definition of hard work really looks like. I think a lot of people think they work hard, but you don't actually understand what it is until you're really out there. Like I built my business off of cold business. So door knocking, um, open houses, social media, cold online, um, not really cold calling. It was never my thing. I didn't like it, but cold business, you know, I started as a young age. So my biggest mentality was, you know, if I can do this for the next 10 years, I started when I was 26. Nice. So, uh, it's been about six years now, so you can figure out my age. <laughs> um, but I started and said, you know, I don't know anybody who owns a home. Like I'm in, out of Toronto GTA. So, you know, where the average price points are over a million. So it's like anybody my age at that time, 26, 7, 8, 9, they're realistically not purchasing a home. So if I want to sell a home, nobody I knew even owns a home. So go to the doors, right? Who else to find sellers than the ones that literally live in the home? So I just built my business off door knocking, running around. You know, I lost a lot of listing appointments just out of inexperience and lack of skill, which is fine. It's normal. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was uh, one of those where I was able to kind of develop it. And then, uh, you know, you, you realize after a year or two where I'm failing or lacking, but I think the hard work comes into play where it's like, you really start to learn. That's why I joined a team, which was one of the top teams in our brokers. We we're number one actually in Canada. So I really got to learn from the best. And that was where the eye opened. And you're like, whoa, like when your team leaders listing seven, eight houses a month and they're doing like 70, 80 deals, you're like, okay, I'm not working hard because this person's doing this and running teams and this. I'm like, okay, you time to really understand what hard work looks like and what it is, right? So I'd say- Honestly, that was probably one of the major keys to success is just the hard work and willing to, yeah. to really put in the 60, 70 hour weeks that's needed. 
So that was like, you kind of spiral into my brain into so many questions from that. So how do you apply it? What is hard work? How's the grit for you showing up? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm a big athlete guy. I grew up playing hockey, played competitive my whole life, uh, played a high level junior there. So I think for me, um, studying some of the high-end athletes i think in real estate in our industry you can make money similar to athletes not your top end athlete of course but on your average athlete they only play two to three years in in the nhl nba whatever so the average lifespan is only three four years yeah so the way i look at it is you know you can make close to even half the income whatever then you know you got to say how much am i really working what am i really doing when i look at my activities daily right so in being around people who are doing really high levels of business you start to learn what they're doing how much how efficient they are how they're working so i'd say in terms of what does hard work look like it really does look like you know 8 9 10 hour days but you're efficient you're you're outdoor knocking you're lead generating you're finding more deals left right and center and you're really focusing on that bigger plan right a lot of people i think in this industry they run a roller coaster business. So it's very hunt and go. I got three clients with me when those three buy a place then I'll go look for again, instead of continually doing the things that are getting them the leads. And it's a hard thing to do because in this industry, no one's telling you what to do. Yeah. So you have to learn it on your own or learn from a team what you did. And now you built your own team. So you exactly really right. And I think I've learned a lot about how teams work and how they develop and a big eye opener as well. Being on a team, being off one now, running my own you start to really see what works, what doesn't. I think I was a good student of the real estate game, if you want to call it, when I was on the team, because I went out of my way to learn about other teams and who's successful and really dig into numbers to see if the people that are showing success are actually even successful. Because in I'm sure in our industry, you can see it's a very fake world somewhat um, where it's, it's very deceiving on yeah. who's actually doing business and who's not. And then you have able to look at the numbers, see what they're doing, try to reproduce it for yourself. Exactly. And you get to see what you like and don't like. I, you know, I know why I left the team also and what didn't keep me there. So how can you fix those things as well? How do you keep talent on a team? Like, you know, there's, and there's some questions I think I've realized that, you know, are not answerable in that sense too, where the expectations of a lot of teams, I think I've realized it, you have to switch your mindset too. Yeah, no, for sure. You talked about lead generating activities. Yeah, you talked about door knocking, not liking cold calling. A lot of people are not into that. What are lead generating activities that you put in uh, that you do it? Yeah, so social media has been huge for me. So social media, Instagram, Facebook, we do a lot of posting, content creation. Um, you know, it's, you know, social is a fun world in the sense of you really have to know your viewers and your audience of who you're attracting. I think you know, it's not for everybody, but it does definitely need to be an aspect of your business. Um, cold business, door knocking, door knocking, you know, if you're going after some expireds and whatnot, open houses is what we also use and dig into our own database and sphere. So, you know, past clients, referrals, that kind of thing, events that we put on. We have a couple different avenues, but from lead gen, yeah, we're always trying to get out there door knocking two, three times a week. Even now we've been door knocking through February and those kind of months. So it's one of those where it's cold, sure, but we're there for an hour, hour and a half. You're getting out there. People can appreciate it and respect it, so it's not that bad. And uh, you never know what you come from it, right? So I think it's just consistently doing it all is our biggest thing. Yeah, consistency is key, but also like you're saying, you're doing it when it's cold. When other agents, if they don't do it when it's cold, then there's 
your opportunity. Well, yeah, exactly. It makes it easier when it's nice outside, right? <laughs> so if you're willing to go out in the February marches, then, you know, when May, April, June, July come around, you're like, this is great. This is enjoyable, right? So, you know, you do it now for the hour and a half and you do get some good stuff. It's a long-term game, but that's the thing, right? If you're continually doing those things and you set the good tools now, then when you do get three, four buyers on the run or a couple listings going and you continue to do that, you don't stop or slow down where yeah. people have that roller coaster. Yeah. And then you talk about you doing your full hours a day of work, but also making it efficient. So what kind of systems and procedures do you have so that you are efficient? Yeah. So I mean, a big thing schedule, like I wouldn't say I'm perfect. You definitely need to schedule everything and really follow it in that regard. But I think, I think the big thing, and you hear this from a lot of people is, you know, as a realtor, you, you talk about free time and, you know, oh, it's flexible, flexible. It's like, not really. I think the big misconception is it's not really free time, you know, like, should you really be on Wednesday going to go get your nails done? Or are you, would you really get an oil change Thursday at 1 PM? If you had a job, like there's a lot of things I feel like we do as realtors during the week that we feel busy and we're just mistaking movement for action, so to speak. Um, so I think it's interesting in that regard as well, where it's like, you know, a lot of the activities we tell ourselves we're doing, we're not actually doing anything. Yeah. If you keep in mind that it's income generating, activities then it, it gives it a little bit of yeah like I always tell you know and that's one thing with real estate too from a team standpoint you know I'll never tell people don't do something or do do something but I will tell them that you know if you guys are going to do x y and z then hey you know what would your manager do if you had a manager that was above you or watching your daily schedule or if at the end of the week you wrote down everything you were doing every day can you say you were doing things to actually make money Yeah, that's amazing. How do you keep your team motivated in that sense to keep doing hard work like you do? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to a mixture of just doing it, seeing some results, gaining momentum, looking for momentum in other areas. I always say my big slogan is if you're doing money making activities, the money will come. So right. it may not come directly from your door knocking or directly from the open houses you've been doing, but all of a sudden you know, the buyer that you you didn't talk to for a year comes out of the blue and wants to buy now, or the listing you've been following up with for two years, you know, that lead finally comes out and you're like, where did this all come from? So mm -hmm. I always say, as long as you're doing things, you'll be rewarded. You just have yeah. to be doing something. Yeah. What would you say are three key actions that every realtor should be doing? Lead gen. <laughs> lead gen number one. I would say if you're not lead generating, you're 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 not really in business. Um, if you're newer or even if you're not, you got to be script practicing, practicing your scripts, especially in these markets right now where you're gonna have a lot of questions, you're gonna have a lot of people that are confused with so many mixed messages that are happening in the market. Um, and you really have to know your stats, know your information, right? I think the biggest thing we see with listings, especially nowadays, is um, the pricing is wrong. Pricing is very wrong. Like there's, you know, some are really good and they're selling really good. And then you have the overpriced ones that are just hurting themselves. So yeah. I think knowing your market, lead generating, and, um, uh, just really having that, that knowledge of what's happening. Yeah. The knowledge of the industry. Love it. Yeah, exactly. And then how do you attract team members to your team or what are you looking for? What kind of person you want on your team? 
Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's kind of an interesting question. I'm not really in a rush to build a big team and have a whole bunch of agents on there. I think personally, a lot of the teams that are out there right now are doing it a little bit backwards or a little bit too fast. I think the one thing I've learned and realized from being on a big team and understanding different teams and watching other teams that have like fallen apart or blown up or started over restarted, it's everybody moves too fast before having the foundation built. So for me, I wouldn't say we're out hunting for team members. If the right team member comes that can plug and play into our systems and has that hard work ethic and wants to learn and doesn't have a big ego, I think that's a big thing we're looking for. I, I, I'm in between, I would say, whether we want people who are experienced in the industry or fresh brand new, I'm a little bit torn between either or. Um, the fresh brand new is a lot more time consuming, but has bigger opportunity to grow. It's just a lot harder to weed it out and find it because I think a lot of people that have, are joining the industry have a very mixed image of what it really is like. Yeah. <laughs> and the expectation, you know, so I think in general, um, you have to know and understand what the purpose of your business is. I think for any realtor, real estate team, anyone who's getting into real estate, that kind of thing, you have to understand what is your goal? What do you want to get from the industry? Do you want to be in this industry for 40, 50 years selling homes? Do you just love selling and helping families? You want to invest yourself. So I think you just have to understand what your personal goals are. And I don't think a lot of teams have that. Like the team leader doesn't even know what their own goals are. They're just like, I should build a team because I want to retire and sell my business. So let's just do this, right? Because I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Whereas there's so many different elements and options and areas you can go and cover and do. And the thing with real estate, there's no wrong answer. Nice. Yeah. You have a very like growth mindset. I feel mentoring, like making sure the person is the right person, not just taking anyone on a team. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing with our team. Like, I I mean, you'll talk to teams and they'll say, okay, like this is my goal as a personal goal. And the team's goal is X. So you should do this. You should do this. It's like, well, what if they don't want to do that? Yeah. What if their own hit that goal, if they don't want that goal. Right. So it's like, understanding that and just knowing who you're putting and why you're putting them there versus filling a team for the sake of filling people because you need help. Yeah. So I always say if your foundation is built really good and you have a good team around you operations, couple admins, you can fill in as many team members as you want. But yeah. if you don't have the admins in the back support, it, it won't work. The foundation you mentioned. That's- yeah. So if you don't have the back end to support the admins, like my rule of thumb is for each person doing 20 to 30 deals, you should have an admin. Right. So if I have a personal goal and my goal always is to do 50 plus, so I have one. And then if any agent on my team, or if I have two agents doing 20 more, we should have a second admin. If I have three agents and we're doing 40 deals, then we should have three admins. Right. So that's kind of the rough rule of thumb. And then somebody will take control of the admins when it gets too big. So, and then I feel like, cause a lot of the teams you'll see them with five, six team members and you know, the team leaders are still doing deals. So it's like, okay, well, if you only have one admin, the team leaders doing their stuff, you have people bringing in deals, then that's where you start to see, you know, things kind of fall apart or not everybody can help people or, you know, you're not getting the value anymore. No, I get that for sure. And then you're kind of like a mentor in some way, but what is, uh, who is someone who is mentoring you or what's the best advice you've received from someone for yourself? Um, I mean, it changes. I think that's the kind of the cool thing with this industry, you know, like, I don't have a one set, uh, set in stone mentor, let's say um, I have a coach that I work with. And then I've had mentors in the past when I was on a team, the team leaders were there. 
Um, and I think each level, I always say for every level, there's another devil. And what it really <laughs> means is for every time you level up, you're going to need a new mentor. You're going to need a new people around you, a new surrounding, because the people that got you there only got you there. Yeah. So now you need to figure out how to get to the next level. So um, it's always just kind of growing in that respect in terms of, so I wouldn't say I really, right, currently right now, I wouldn't say I really have one, to be honest. I think um, one thing I did, even from leaving the team, once you're on your own, you're on your own. Yeah. Um, but I think being on my own through a coaching, and then I took it upon myself just to call anybody who was a major agent, a big person, someone I thought was doing really well and just pick their brain for 30 to 40 minutes, whether it was in person, a phone call, a coffee. So, I mean, by doing that, you really learn a lot about the industry from people who have been in it for 15, 20 years doing it at really high levels. So I would say that was probably one of my best, best uh, mentorships was just really understanding all these big teams and what's going on. Yeah, that's really cool to be able to pick up the phone or want to meet with someone that you look up to in the industry that's a very competitive industry but you're trying to collaborate with someone just trying to pick yeah up. yeah it's not even collab it's just really just like hey man like you've been doing this for 20 years you're growing x amount you're making so much like clearly you don't need to be doing this anymore like what's doing it what would you have done differently why have you been in it for so long like what would you have set up different if you started? Like really just trying to understand why everyone does what they do. Because the one thing I've learned is in this industry, you are really solid and doing a really hardworking job for 10 years. Like you can make a really good income. You don't need to be going crazy and you can live a really good life, right? So um, I think the one thing to really see what pushes, drives people, keeps them going and what really aligns with your own and just understanding that really. That's a good point. And then what would you say key advice you got from those conversations? What, what would be? Um, you know what? I, I think it's all encompassed into how I'm building my team. It's okay. more of a slower foundational build yeah. versus speed in to get everybody in there. Yeah. That's kind of where I've concluded, like how I want to build it. It's not necessarily slow in the sense of like, oh, we're not going to add anybody. We've had people to grow and add, we'll add and we'll move it. But it's more so understanding we have to develop myself and still as a team leader, like, you know, if you're not, I don't think personally, if you're not doing 50, 60, 70 deals yourself, you know, I don't feel like you have that as much experience. You know, you can say you're doing 20, 30 deals a year, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm going to now coach and mentor people you want that are looking up to me or saying, hey, I want to get where you are. But if you're doing 15, 20 deals and it's taking you 20 years to do it, and that's just where you're at. For me personally, that's not what I want to learn. I need to know who's doing 80, 90. If I'm going to be the team leader trying to do something big or bring people and attract talent. So that's one thing I don't go looking for and I want to attract it. Mm -hmm. That is how I'm going to attract it by really putting up the numbers that show, hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm consistently doing this amount of deals. This is something that's in the tops, you know, of people who do over 30 or 35 deals. I think in general, there's only 700 in the whole Toronto real estate board. So it's like, numbers are... to the 50, 75 marker, you're in literally like of 100, 200 agents. So it's like at that point, I feel like you're no longer looking, hunting for agents. You will be able to attract talent to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And attracting talent is always better to pick up than chasing people to come to you. Trying to recruit, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of comes to a, through my hockey background from understanding sports, athletics, pop, like everyone who wants to be the best, the true people who have that mentality want to be surrounded with the best people because they want to know what it takes to be there. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That's very cool. And the consistency you talked about will be huge for that aspect. Well, yeah, that's just comes with it. That comes plain and plain, the same stuff day in, day out, just over and over. And I think that's kind of what you've learned from a lot of the people in the industry, even some of the ones that are selling the big luxury homes. It's not like, you know, two years in, they started selling luxury homes. It took them it took five, 10, 15 years to start doing this stuff and getting it at that high level. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. So you've been through a lot of markets in the last six years, the, the roller coaster of real estate. Mm -hmm. What would be something you're looking forward to this year or what's looking up in the future for you? In terms of real estate as a whole in general, it's finally kind of taken the glamour out of the market. I think real estate over the last three years was a very glamorous yeah. industry, yeah. which it's not. <laughs> uh, there are aspects that can be sure, but like I think the actual overall perception of it is going to change, which is good. Um, and I think you're moving back into more of a skill set market. It's going to be a little bit, it's shifting, of course, like there's opportunities, it's more stable. You know, there's lots of opportunity for first time buyers to people to get in there. So to get a good understanding, some market share, I think there's lots of opportunity out there for agents that are really willing to do it and want to be a part of that buy sale and get a good grip on the neighborhoods and whatnot. And I think there's uh, definitely a lot of opportunity that's going to come, not just this year. I think over the next three to four years, it's a cycle where we've hit the bottoms. We're at the bottoms of all cycles. And these, as much as they are hard times, mm -hmm. they're also the best times in terms of building wealth and growth and everything for other people. Yeah, no, I like that you said, like it takes the glamour out to make sure the hardworking ones like goes back to your principle of uh, putting the grit, the time and hardworking so that you'll be successful. And Yeah, exactly. It's just about, you know, it's just about doing the things that nobody wants to do now, right? It's all back to those things. It wasn't, yeah. like, you know, it, it's, it's no longer, hey, I'll get you this price, put a sign on the lawn. Sure. Okay. Oh. It's, okay. Why do you want to sell? Where are you going? What's the motive? What are we, are we serious? Are we not? right let's understand the pricing can we get the like i was at a place yesterday and it was hey man like i'd love to sell your house but unfortunately i'm not going to lie to you this is the price today it's not what it was and you know you're gonna have a lot more of those conversations but it's not a negative it's just not now yeah. so you're you're setting up a big pipeline for what i say is going through the last couple markets that have been crazy the one thing i noticed was the agents and the guys that have been in the business 10 15 the teams the women and men that have been there for that long they have a big client pool to pick from. Yes. So it's just about having a really big pipeline so that whenever you have that market shift again, all those people you spoke to that are like, no, the price doesn't work or this isn't working now, now you can call them and say, hey, let's go. This is the price you told me. Here it is. <laughs> You're ready now. I feel like a lot of that did happen over the last two years or so where it was then. And we even saw it with some leads and some stuff where we're like, damn, like we missed uh, this follow-up or that follow-up because and like they got the price they wanted. Some got more. So, you know, it's just one of those just being ready for it now yeah, and understanding that it will come again. And Ontario and our Canada with all of our immigration and everything like that, like we're not going to slow the way people think we are or with the way that the media portrays us. Right. I think we're in a great economy here. The real estate market's going to be good no matter what <laughs> it'll stay the way it is um you know it's it's kind of funny the things that have stopped or humbugged it you know pandemic government intervention those are the only two things that have stopped our real estate industry for the most part you know recession inflation everything right now but that's also mortgage banks rates government 
So, you know, if you, you don't intervene, things probably would have stayed, if not gotten even crazier, but they do need to slow down. It's, it's a little bit too crazy right now. So it'll be very interesting. I'm very curious to see what will happen. Like there's so much things that make it unpredictable with the interventions, which also I can see why people in the public's image of real estate can come across a little bit negative because it was, you know, too glamorous. There's a lot of uncertainty in what they said they would do versus their actions were opposite. So who do you believe? The bank, the government? There's so much confusion. That's why we always just say, with everything we've learned, you just have to make the decisions what makes best for your lifestyle and for yourself and your family, right? That's ultimately the message that we have moving forward. Ultimately, that's great. That's a great way to put it, for sure. Nice. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing all of that knowledge. I think that this will be super helpful for Rose agents. And uh, tell us, where do we find you? What's your hashtag handle? And- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can find us our website, Crozier-Realty.com. Um, on Instagram, that's where we're pretty much the biggest. So it's just Nick Crozier underscore Realtor. You'll find us in there. And we serve pretty much GTA through Hamilton, um, Durham region. So we cover it all. And then we got uh, property management and everything that we run as well. Uh, So yeah, if they want to follow us, follow us along, give us a like, and uh, we'll be there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That's amazing. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. For having me. (laughs) Thanks for joining. If you know anyone who would like to learn more about lead generating activities or how to build a foundation for a team, please click and share it with them.